0: Welcome into Outkick the show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis, and I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. Soon after I finish this show, I have got my list of gambling picks for college football, and I gotta tell you, I love the board this weekend. Lots of games coming down the pike here. Uh, Those picks will be up early tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm going to write it tonight. Got a busy Wednesday. I'm going to have it up for you early on Wednesday morning. Uh, But in the meantime, we got a lot to discuss here. Want you to get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay up to $1,000. No risk first wager. I'm going to try to get all these states right. Arizona, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Tennessee, Michigan, Uh, West Virginia, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. If you live in one of those 11 states I just mentioned you can go to fanduel.com slash clay and get up to a $1,000 no risk wager. A $1,000 no risk wager. That means they give you your money back if you actually lose. If you win, you obviously get to keep your money. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay in all 11 of those states and if you live in a state where it's not yet legal you can go ahead and sign up and be poised and ready to get your bets in whenever that becomes a uh, available option for you. i got to talk for a minute here. Uh, I want all of you if you haven't already to see what Orlando Magic player Jonathan Isaac had to say about why he's not getting the COVID vaccine. Incredibly incredibly smart take based on reasonable data and I think it's so well said and I think he deserves a lot of credit I believe he's only 23 years old Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards has also spoken out look I told my parents yesterday I'm just going to kind of walk you through this I was eating dinner with my parents yesterday and I told them you are both over 75 and just like you get the flu shot every year based on your age and risk I think you should get the COVID booster shot and they've already had the vaccine as well. I think that's a smart decision. If you are watching me right now and you are elderly or you're in poor physical health I think you should go get the COVID vaccine. But we don't and shouldn't have a one-size-fits-all policy for everyone. I am 42 years old. I had COVID. I've recovered from it immediately. I still have COVID antibodies. It caused me less of an issue than a lot of colds that I have ever had. I barely even knew that I had it at all. I still have COVID antibodies. Based on the data, I am more protected. Based on the Israeli data, which are the best studies out there, I am more protected with my natural immunity than anybody out there who has vaccinated immunity. I'm also relatively young if you look at the mortality tables for COVID. And also, I am, as you can all see, a picture of physical health. Other than my man boobs, I am maybe the greatest specimen of physical athlete on the planet for men out there. All right. So, I raise all of this to say you need to go watch what Jonathan Isaac and Bradley Beal had to say. You can go see their comments by going to my Twitter feed at Clay Travis and I'd also encourage our OutKick crew to clip what Jonathan Isaac said and include it here. Now, some people are saying oh, uh, the Blue Checkmark Brigade members they are unhappy that the NBA players aren't just shutting up and getting vaccinated. That's what they want. They want the NBA players to be sheep. They want them to shut up, dribble, and get vaccinated. All right. What's interesting here is I am always a First Amendment proponent. Always. What I encourage is I want educated commentary. I don't want people who are putting out information which is inaccurate. I watched what Bradley Beal had to say and I watched what Jonathan Isaac had to say I think it's extremely intelligent and they're raising very valid questions. Why are we trying to mandate the vaccine for everyone and not even discussing natural immunity in any way? You know, in Europe, they allow natural immunity to cancel out any vaccine mandate. If you can prove that you had COVID and recovered from it, there's no requirement at all that you also get the vaccine. Our CDC has previously had pretty straightforward directions on issues like this. I'll give you an example. I had chickenpox. When I was a kid, I had chickenpox. Now there are chickenpox vaccines. The chickenpox vaccine is not required per the CDC for anyone who had chickenpox because you have natural immunity to chickenpox. And Dr. Fauci himself has said that natural immunity tends to be very long lasting when it comes to COVID and all the data out of Israel suggests that not only are you protected from the Alpha variant of COVID but the Delta variant that has recently swept across the entire country you have better protection via natural immunity than you do from the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines. Okay? Why does that matter? Because nuance matters. Joe Biden right now is saying we need 97 or 98% of people to be vaccinated before we can get back to normalcy. Well, well, we've got 77% of adults having received at least one vaccine shot already. Dr. Fauci previously said when we got to 75 or 80% COVID would be over. That's clearly not the case. Marin County Marine County, however you pronounce it outside of the Bay Area I've been there I'm not pronouncing the county's name particularly maybe correctly 96% of adults are vaccinated. They are close to a new all-time high for COVID hospitalizations. That's because the vaccine wanes in efficacy fairly rapidly which is why Joe Biden got a booster shot yesterday. How many boosters are we going to need? Well, the Pfizer CEO said he thinks we're going to need a yearly booster shot forever for COVID well that's pretty convenient for a business which receives money for every vaccination to believe that you're going to need their product forever I know they keep saying hey the vaccine is free it's not free we're paying for it the American taxpayers just like the Biden administration arguing hey this $3.5 trillion budget the Bernie budget which I'm going to talk about in a minute it costs $0 No, 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 no that's not true Just because the federal government is pretending they are Santa Claus someone has to pay for the presents. And the people who are paying for the presents are taxpayers. And by the way even people who are making less money and are not supposed to get tax increases are going to get a tax increase because that's what inflation is. When you have to pay more for gas and groceries medical care when you have to pay 5% inflation rate on your overall purchases that is a tax that is occurring on the average person out there who looks and prices gas. Look, I've been in that category before. I've been the person who drove along the interstate looking for the best possible gas price. I've been the person who was willing to look and change where I was pulling into gas based on a couple of pennies. I know what it's like not to have money. I know what it's like to have uh, a budget and wonder about whether you're going to be able to take care of yourself and your family. Now, I've got plenty of money now and that's a credit to capitalism to my ability to build a business into a $100 million business from nothing. But I understand business unlike the Biden administration. I understand what the consequences are of modern monetary theory when you're just printing cash like crazy at some point you reap what you've sown and what we have sown is a hyperinflationary environment that I am afraid is going to lead us to an economic policy that is Jimmy Carter 2.0 but I want to give credit to Jonathan Isaac of The Magic to Bradley Bill of The Wizards and to other NBA players who are speaking out against COVID vaccine mandates there should be no mandates anywhere and natural immunity should be considered if you are a, a hospital employee in New York or a teacher in New York where the Governor Hochul there is making a ridiculous decision about firing everybody who hasn't received the vaccine. 18 months after we said all healthcare workers are heroes now we are going to fire them when most of them have had natural immunity who are turning down the vaccine because they aren't willing to accede to governmental mandate. I just reject it on a fundamental level. Uh, last night Monday Night Football. Dallas Cowboys absolutely routed Philadelphia Eagles. I know it's one game, but Dak looks like he is back to virtually 100% health. Maybe still a little bit leery when it comes to running. And it doesn't feel to me like Jalen Hurts is being given an opportunity to succeed at the highest level. I'm not sure whether the Eagles are going to stay committed to Jalen Hurts as their quarterback beyond this year. He's getting a one-year audition. I think he's a great guy. I rooted for him at Alabama because I think he's a great guy. I rooted for him at Oklahoma because I think he's a great guy. There's lots of great guys who don't turn into great NFL quarterbacks. The Cowboys looked like a clear-cut cut above everybody else in the NFC East last night. They routed the Eagles which leads me now to my top five, bottom five after week three in the NFL season. For those of you who used to listen to Outkick the Coverage, my morning radio show uh, on Fox Sports Radio, every single Tuesday morning I would give you my top five and my bottom five and explain to you the logic of why those are the top five and why they also are the bottom five. And so right now, my top five NFL teams, the Rams are the best team in the NFL. The Raiders are the second best team in the NFL and hold on, let me check for a moment and see if we are actually streaming and you guys are able to be able to see this Um, and uh, I am not seeing the broadcast right now although they are telling me that it is fine we will see whether or not that is actually the case I've got the Rams 1 for the tech team out there uh, I'm not seeing our broadcast show up where I shared it I've got the Raiders in the second spot. Raiders have beaten three really good football teams. Ravens, uh, they went on the road beat Steelers who I still think are decent and they just beat the, uh, the Dolphins. So I've got the Rams as the best team in the NFL. I've got the Raiders as the second best team in the NFL. Then I've got the Cardinals as the third best team in the NFL. The Bills at four and the Bucks at five. That is how I would break down all of these different scenarios going forward right now. Top five, Rams, Raiders, Cardinals, Bills, and Bucks. Five best teams in the NFL right now. I am sticking to my prediction after three weeks that it's going to be the Rams going up against the Bills in the Super Bowl out in LA. Bottom five. The list of sadness. In descending order, I've got the Atlanta Falcons as the 28th best team in the NFL the Colts as the 29th best team in the NFL they are 0-3 the Giants are 0-3 the Jags are 0-3 and the Jets are 0-3 the Jets have been outscored by 50 points so far which is the largest magnitude of defeat if you are a New York area football fan the Giants and the Jets disaster afoot for you there. Atlanta, the Colts, the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. Public trust in Joe Biden, by the way, has completely tanked. I will tell you about that in a moment, but first I want to tell you about my friends at Cuts. You know, I have been criticized at times for not having a great and fashionable wardrobe. That's why I appreciate the guys at at Cuts for for providing me with shirts, polos, hoodies, crew sweatshirts made for men who work hard, play hard and never settle for less. All everyone needs to know take a plain t-shirt, I've got them you'll see me wearing them around and it's going to be fantastic. 2016 the founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothes ready for every occasion started with reinventing the t-shirt. This is a fantastic t-shirt that they have at Cuts now they've expanded and they have an entire ensemble that you can wear. It's not just a lifestyle it's not just clothing it's office leisure apparel for the sport of business. And right now you can get 15% off your first order by going to CutsClothing.com Clay that's my name C-L-A-Y. Trust me on this apparel. It's fantastic. CutsClothing.com slash Clay. 15% off your product. The only shirt worth wearing. I have got a ton of these t-shirts. I'm wearing them everywhere. They are fantastic. You need to get signed up for your own today at CutsClothing.com slash Clay. Now, uh, I mentioned that public trust in Joe Biden is collapsing. I want to share with you an Axios poll that came out earlier this morning and is very significant in terms of analyzing uh, this scenario. Right now, Joe Biden is only trusted by 45% of the American public to tell the truth on COVID. Just 45%. Meanwhile, there are 53% of people who do not trust Joe Biden to provide accurate COVID information. This is significant because Joe Biden ran his entire campaign on the idea that he was going to level with the American public that he was going to be honest and instead of doing that he has managed to now be substantially underwater in terms of how much people trust his perspective on COVID. Why is that? Because Dr. Fauci and the Biden administration have sold you on a series of false bill of goods. Remember back in May? Remember back in May what they told you? If you got the COVID vaccine you didn't need to wear a mask anymore. If you got the COVID vaccine you didn't need to worry about ever being hospitalized or ever having to deal with getting COVID. Now as we roll into late September Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci who told you they would never put vaccine mandates in place are trying to mandate the vaccine for you. They are telling you that you need to get a booster because the initial COVID vaccine doesn't work well enough. They are looking at the data from England and the data data from Israel which reflects that many people in fact the majority of people who are hospitalized and or dying with COVID in those countries have been vaccinated. And that breakthrough cases are not in fact that rare. The COVID vac- vaccine's efficacy is waning. All of that is the opposite of what Joe Biden told you. Joe Biden has also been telling you hey, the reason why we have any issues with COVID at all in this country is because some people are still unvaccinated but that's not true either. Because 77% of adults are vaccinated now at least one shot and of the 23% who remain who are unvaccinated a very high percentage I'm willing to wager are people like me who've already had COVID and therefore do not need to get the COVID vaccine. Like Jonathan Isaac like Bradley Beal people who are looking at the data those are NBA players by the way Senator Rand Paul who is also a doctor would be one of us as well many people out there have natural immunity within the unvaccinated community and the data out of Israel suggests that we are actually more protected than the people who are getting vaccinated. So what is actually going on here such that hospitalization rates and infection rates are surging throughout the fall and probably into the fall and winter as more people move indoors. All of that is making people question Joe Biden because he's making us do things that he never said he would. A couple of other stories out here. There's a budget mess going on. For those of you who have not been paying a lot of attention to this here's what's going on this week. Uh, There's a infrastructure bill that has been passed that 19 Republican senators voted for. I believe it passed 69 to 30 out of the Senate. The House has not yet acted on that. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House promised her constituents who were moderates who were arguing in favor of the infrastructure bill that she would allow a vote to take place on Monday. It is now Tuesday and that vote has not taken place and it now has been pushed back to Thursday. Bernie Sanders, just in the last hour, Senator from Vermont, came out and said, I would encourage the liberals in the House not to vote in favor of the infrastructure bill. If that is going to occur and they will not vote in favor of it then it would not pass on the House floor which would mean Joe Biden's infrastructure bill is in danger of collapsing. Why would it collapse? Because the liberals in the House are afraid I think probably rightfully so that once the infrastructure bill happens that the overall Bernie budget bill which right now is supposedly going to cost $3.5 trillion dollars would not be voted for as it exists in the Senate which has to pass this under reconciliation to only require 50 votes and right now Joe Manchin from West Virginia and Kirsten Sinema from Arizona are both saying they will not vote for this bill as it presently exists meaning there right now may well not be the votes to pass Joe Biden's infrastructure bill and there very well may not be the votes to pass Joe Biden's budget bill meaning there is a massive potential calamity set to befall the Biden administration which is failing already on all fronts COVID the border the murder rate hit a 30-year high defund the police is an abject failure Uh, we have got inflation at record highs for most of our lives unemployment continues to be far too high We have got failure across the board in Biden's first 10 months, 9 months however you want to classify it of office uh, regime and things may be getting worse before they get better. As if that were not enough Biden also failed in Afghanistan and today Generals Milley, McKenzie, and Austin all testified that they told Joe Biden to keep 2,500 troops in Afghanistan and that he rejected their advice this is significant because it helps to put full blame on the Biden administration and also it's significant because in the larger context right now and I want you guys to pay attention to this in the larger context right now Biden already told George Stephanopoulos of ABC News that no one told him to leave 2,500 troops in Afghanistan so there are two options here one, Biden is potentially lying And that might well be true. Or two, Joe Biden's mental faculties have declined so far that he legitimately may not remember having been told by his generals that it made more sense to leave 2,500 troops on the ground. Neither of these is a good result but it is right now where we are in this country going forward. Finally, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. The Manning cast is going to take like a month off now although I would reiterate my request that they allow Peyton and Eli to call the Ole Miss-Tennessee game because I think they would be fantastic together in breaking that down. Bigger picture here. Bigger picture here. Their guest and their interview of those guests has been phenomenal. Let's start with Nick Saban. Arch Manning, the son of Cooper Manning, the oldest Manning brother, is going to be one of the most sought after recruits in the history of high school football moving into college football. He's going to be I'm told at the Ole Miss Alabama game Ole Miss and Alabama are after him Clemson's after him Texas is after him and Georgia is after him. Those are roughly his top five I believe right now. Now, everybody would take Arch Manning so it's possible LSU gets into the mix it's possible a new team gets in the mix. But Saban is going after Arch Manning aggressively and so it was super smart of him to do Peyton and Eli show when I would almost guarantee that Arch Manning was watching and heard Nick Saban say it's important for good quarterbacks to go where they'll be surrounded by talent i.e. to the Alabama Crimson Tide which has over 70 current NFL players a variety of different positions uh, including last night Jalen Hurts playing Uh, That's why uh, Saban says he told Jalen Hurts to go to Oklahoma because they had a lot of good players there and certainly that helped Jalen Hurts and his career as he was a second round pick and is doing well at least in terms of being a starter right now in the NFL. Uh, Also, got to give credit to Peyton and Eli. LeBron James was on their show last night and I thought LeBron James acquitted himself better in that show than he has almost in any media availability he has ever done. This is my argument in general. LeBron would be much more liked I really do believe this if he had never gotten on social media. Athletes who are stars are being sold a bill of goods that by being active on social media they are in some way helping their overall brand. I don't think that's true. Peyton Manning's never on social media. Probably the biggest brand in the history of the NFL certainly when it comes to advertising. I think the same thing is true of Michael Jordan. Now, some guys can do a decent job of social media. I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense in terms of like a Tom Brady being funny and promoting his brand. But the idea that LeBron needed to weigh in on every single political realm especially because he was doing it not in a particularly unique or intelligent fashion. He wasn't Jonathan Isaac of the uh, Orlando Magic explaining COVID. He wasn't Bradley Beal of the Wizards. He was not in any way advancing the conversation. Some people are going to say, well, you know, why, do you, why are you praising Jonathan Isaac for saying what he said and Bradley Beal for saying what they said? Look, I'm in favor of people who have intelligent perspectives to share even if I disagree with their opinions. If you get your facts right and you bring more intelligence to a national conversation then I'm in favor of it even if I don't agree necessarily with what you're saying. What we're seeing is very often athletes are harming themselves as much or more than they are helping themselves with social media and I thought the interview that LeBron did with Peyton and Eli made him far more likable than anything that I've seen him do on social media in the past several years. And so I would just raise this question for athletes out there or anybody out there. Look, I'm in the opinion business. I have to be on social media. That's my job. But if I were just one of the top athletes in the country I'm not sure that I would gain anything by being active on social media at all. And I would just ask athletes out there same thing with coaches Nick Saban's not on social media do you think it's hurt him? I don't think so. If you are excellent in your chosen field of endeavor then social media is mostly unnecessary for you. Excellence should be your calling card. If you're excellent at your job especially if you're an athlete that's what people are going to care about more than anything else. All right, I love all of you. Bap, unless you need to SBAP, uh, I will be, I encourage you to go download Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Lots of good conversations there. Reminder, we will be in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama on Saturday. Ole Miss, Alabama game will be live on the big noon kickoff show. Be at the Ennis Free Pub, all right? Anybody who is going to be in town for Ole Miss, Alabama we will be at the Ennis Free Pub. I encourage you guys to come hang out with us. It should be a fantastic time. One more time, the Ennis Free Pub. Come hang with us. I am Clay Travis. Like I said, DBAP. Unless you need to SBAP gambling picks. We're on a roll. Four straight weeks of winners in college football. Let's make it five. They'll be up early tomorrow morning. This has been Outkick, the show.